Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes-Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. WhatsApp and text lines are open. If you'd like to get in touch, 086-1800-658. You know I love to hear from you. Let's kick things off with ABBA. Oh, it's such a good song. Such a good song. Gimme, gimme, gimme. ABBA. I can see why Madonna. Do you remember Madonna used a sample of that there towards the end? In one of her songs as well. It's absolutely brilliant. Abba kicking us off this morning. How are you all doing? Hope you're keeping well on this Wednesday. I had to think for a second there. I was like, what day is it? The bank holiday has me all skewed all over the place. Uh, but we are loving the, the shorter week. We really are. Was perusing around television last night and I was thinking, oh, what will I watch? Of course I watched Dairy Girls. Iconic. Iconic episode, if you missed it. Unreal. They took to the stage, performed as Spice Girls. It was brilliant. Brilliant. Um, but after that, I was, you know, flicking around going, what will I watch? What will I watch? So I decided to abandon television and uh, flicked on to Prime uh, Video instead. So instead of a TV show, I said, oh, I'll see if it's a new movie wise. And I came across Spencer, the movie um, that came out last year. And I know Niall O'Brien uh, reviewed this extensively on Real Reviews, which is back on Friday, by the way. But um, I hadn't had a chance to, to have a look at it. And everyone was going to go and, you know, mad at the time about Kristen Stewart, you know, performing as Diana. And of course, she was nominated for the Oscar and all of that. So I said, oh, I'll click into this and see what it's like. It was actually really good. Now, if you're expecting a kind of, you know, it, this isn't a biopic really or anything like that. It's just, it's kind of like a psychological drama, I would say. And very much the unravelling of a woman, you know, within this monarchy system and, you know, what how it affected her and how over the course of a, a Christmas weekend. And it goes into obviously, you know, the, the battles that she had personally with an eating disorder her marriage to Charles was crumbling at this stage. It was her desperate attempt to to flee the constraints of the monarchy, all of that. And it's done really, really well. It really is done fantastically. If you haven't seen it and you're, you're into this kind of thing, because I've got this strange, my husband doesn't understand. I have a strange sort of weird fascination with the royal family. I, I'm I'm intrigued by their lives. I You know, I'm compelled to watch things that they do because it's just so mad, isn't it? The whole idea of how they live and everything. So I'm intrigued by this. So I'll kind of watch anything related to it, particularly massive fan about the, a fan of uh, the crown as well, obviously. But this was really good. Christian Stewart was really good as Diana because I was thinking, oh, is she going to pull this off? She was really, really good as Diana. And she showed obviously the vulnerable side of her, but she showed this really fiery side, rebellious side of her as well. She looked incredible. She had the kind of 
doe eye kind of look perfected and you know this kind of slight sort of tilt of her head that she used to do really and truly it was brilliant and there's loads of comparisons um, between her and Anne Boleyn she um, it's you know really it's about kind of you know the, the mental breakdown that she suffered as well and uh, she notices that there's a book left on her bedside about Anne Boleyn and she starts to read it and you know there's this comparing of Anne Boleyn and she starts to see her everywhere and it's really good really really good if you haven't seen it highly recommend it Spencer it's on Prime if you have Amazon Prime video it's on that at the moment and it's not like very long it's about just over about an hour and a half something like that well worth the watch well worth the watch now speaking of recommendations and things to watch I will be bringing you that tomorrow my top three on the tube TV recommendations I've got some cracking ones in there for you on tomorrow's show Getting back to today though and there is a little story about the crown for people who might be interested. I know a lot of people are big fans of this. I'm a huge fan of the crown and there's a nice story about this and the kind of trajectory that the storyline is going to take. I'll bring you that very, very shortly. First, let's have a bit more music. Here's Hosier. With someone new. Hosier, someone new on LMFM's 11 to 1. James is asking me, have I watched Gentleman Jack season two? It's just started. You are teasing the tomorrow's content because yes, we, that Gentleman Jack is popping up on my recommendations tomorrow. So I will chat about that tomorrow. Um, and yes, it's 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 really, really good. Uh, but just uh, to, to mention this, um, because it's quite interesting for fans of The Crown, because producers are on the hunt for a Kate Middleton lookalike for the upcoming season. Yeah. Uh, so we know how successful this has been so so far and the fifth season is coming in November this year. I know, seems so long away, but you know, when those nights start getting darker again, there'll be something to look forward to. Um, but the uh, upcoming season is going to focus on the years 1997 to the early noughties and Kate Middleton apparently is going to make a brief appearance in this or a lookalike, obviously an actor. Uh, so they are on the lookout. They said, look, it's not going to be somebody that's... Uh, an A-list. It's going to be somebody that we've never heard of before, they reckon. Um, you know, they're, they're, things are definitely moving forward on it. Uh, they announce uh, William, Harry and Kate. You can kind of see a timeline that they're building. Says the insiders on this. So they will be looking for an actress who's a Kate Middleton lookalike, an up and coming, maybe an unknown actress. And I'm all for that. That's going to be exciting things to watch. Uh, coming up in The Crown, you can read the full story, by the way, on lmfm.ie. We have it there. Now, as you know, on a Wednesday, one Wednesday in the month, we chat to author Grace Tierney. It's a regular segment on the programme. It's word foolery. And she often gives us a mystery word where we're kind of scratching our heads going, what on earth does that mean? I'm going to give you that mystery word just after these. 11 to 1. It is Word Foolery Wednesday every month on the show we delve into the fascinating and sometimes downright strange origin stories behind words and every month author Grace Tierney gives us a mystery word where we're going what on earth is this? So just for a bit of crack today no Google allowed okay do not Google this okay I have no clue what this word means so the mystery word today is chimney fish chimney fish now, I'm just going very basic with this. Is this something where people used to cook fish in a chimney years ago in the fire? They used to call it chimney fish or something like that. That's what I'm thinking she's going with. It could be completely not that. OK, I've no clue. She's given us no clues, no kind of options to, to peruse over. What do we think chimney fish actually means? Do you know? Have you heard this phrase before the chimney fish? 86 658 Just for a bit of crack and all will be revealed with Grace Tierney and Word Foolery after 12. 
song George Ezra anyone for you on LMFM's 11 to 1 oh I think I might have stumped people completely <laughs> this chimney fish on 086-1800-658 we're not getting many in what do we think chimney fish means just for a bit of crack Grace Tierney has a stump today somebody saying I think it's a name you call somebody not sure why okay you big chimney fish maybe I don't know what would be the reason why you would call somebody that keep them coming in have a think what do we think chimney fish means 086 658 now we're going to a little, yeah we're going to have more music here's Damien Rice there's Damien Rice with Cannonball and LMFM's 11 to 1 now yesterday I think uh, we're still scratching our heads about Chimney Fish we'll come back to that in a minute but I think this won't be a head scratcher today because yesterday we gave away tickets VIP tickets to Rockathon I'm back today with more Yes, we have VIP tickets to Rockathon. It's an eight-hour non-stop rock music event. It's happening Saturday the 28th of May in Fairy House, paying tribute to rock gods like ACDC, Queen, Foo Fighters, Iron Maiden, Guns N' Roses, Kiss and Nirvana. Also on stage will be some of the most exciting unsigned original Irish rock bands. If you miss out today on the tickets, you can get more information and details on rockathon.ie. So your VIP ticket is going to get you into the event. It's going to get you access to the VIP room overlooking the main stage, access to the campsite. Now you will need to bring your own tent, free drink on arrival and a token for one of the variety of food vendors on offer on site. I'm asking you to finish the famous rock lyrics. Okay, so yesterday we had Bon Jovi living on a prayer. Today, here's my lyrics for you. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. Okay, with the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. What's the next line? Very famous song, 86 658 And you could be going along to Rockathon. It's in Fairy House Racecourse on the 28th of May. Now, this uh, has caught my attention the last little while as I'm driving around and, and walking around Drogheda. It's fantastic. The streetscape of Drogheda has become a canvas for a unique urban art trail. It started last month. It's Drogheda, as in D-R-A-W-D-A, which I love the play on words here. It's a multidisciplinary public arts programme. It's led by Drogheda Arts Centre, but also in partnership with lead artist and curators Dee Walsh and Brian Hegarty. Also the Love Drogheda Bids and Loud County Council Arts office and this is all going to culminate in the next couple of weeks but on Saturday there's a very very fun family fun day loads of really great activities organised around this and this unveiling and launch of this urban arts trail we're going to catch up with Colette Farrell she's director of Drogheda Arts Centre and also Trevor Connolly chief executive officer with Drogheda Bids office we're going to join them to talk all about this art trail just after these 11 to 1 the streetscape of Drada has become a canvas for a unique urban art trail. It started up last month, Drada, D-R-A-W-D-A, a new multidisciplinary public arts programme. It's led by Drada Arts Centre in partnership with artist curators Dee Walsh and Brian Hegarty, Love Drada Bids and Loud County Council Arts Office. And this is going to draw on the locality's significant rich heritage, mythology and architecture with three extensive strands of the project. And they're going to create six outdoor 
four murals which will form an urban art trail and it's already let me tell you brightening up the town it's fantastic joining me now to tell us more is Director of Drogheda Art Centre Colette Farrell and Trevor Connolly he's Chief Executive of Love Drogheda Bids Office good morning guys how are you doing Sinead how are you I'm good thanks I'm good we have Trevor there as well we do yeah we do indeed. Oh, you're there, Trevor. Lovely stuff. I'm going to start off with Colette first of all, uh, because Colette, let me tell you, I love the play on words here with the draw <laughs> and <laughs> the draw, the way people say draw here. Yeah. Uh, tell us, where did the idea for this project come from? Well, um, I, you know, between the two parties, as you've mentioned, Dreaded Art Centre and uh, Love Draw to Bids, um, Bids had been talking about this idea um, for a while, throughout 2020, about kind of, I suppose, regenerating the, the the, the laneways and reimagining kind of the streetscapes in Drogheda and at the same time as well this wonderful artist that we're associated with Dee Walsh she walked into the office one day and said look I have this idea about murals that would relate to the mythology um, of the area and then at the same time when I was talking to Trevor bids that had a, a, a similar I suppose inspiration so we decided to kind of pool our, our, all our resources and come together and make a plan and um, Trevor had already secured um, some funding for the uh, from the town and, and village accelerated measures for the first mural, which was done by uh, the wonderful uh, Kieran Dunleavy, uh, Fiona and the Salmon of Knowledge, and then we put in for funding as well then to the Arts Council under their in the open kind of scheme, and we received that funding last year, and then Loud County Council came on board as well. So very much, I suppose, a collaborative project mm. between you know two organisations in the town who are very much, I suppose, who have a vision of arts and culture and business working together and developing um, the, the, the town and um, its heritage and its culture and promoting it. You know what I mean? We yeah. want people to, to visit the murals and, and, and we want people to visit us on our family day out uh, this Saturday. Yes, and I love this idea because as you say, very much brightening up the areas that are kind of being a little bit neglected, a little bit run down mm. and I love that you guys are all working together on this. Uh, now, the artists are taking inspiration from uh, our mythological past, which I think yeah. is a really, really great idea. As you mentioned there, Kieran Dunleavy, mm. we spoke to him when the when the first mural was unveiled. I mean, what an eye-catching piece of work. For people who haven't seen it, tell us what he created. Trevor? Yeah, it's a wonderful piece. Uh, it's the story of uh, Fionn McCool and the Salmon of Knowledge. Um, it's actually one of the largest in the country. Um, Kieran completed the piece over three to four weeks back in uh, September and October um, of 2021. And look, uh, I suppose in terms of stories, um, it's probably one of the best known Irish mythological stories in the country. And it uh, opens up the opportunity to bring in uh, some of the lesser known stories of maybe Itan, Boan, Amergen, the Dagdan, the Morgan. And look, this, this whole project is about bringing life back to um, some of, I suppose, the lesser visited parts of town um, and a revitalization of the quieter parts of town. And it's a massive opportunity to bring colour and our stories to a new audience with a fresh perspective. So we have the visual and we also have the audio trail, which is uh, in the process of being created. Um, yes, I love this aspect of it as well because this is basically when people go around this, they'll get the little QR codes, they'll be able to scan this and actually get some audio about the, the mural and, and learn more about the story. 
Yeah, yeah. Just to kind of um, big thanks to um, Anthony Murphy, the mythologist who's been heavily involved in this project and is involved, obviously, in Mythical Ireland. So he would have provided the source stories for um, all the artists um, to create the murals. And then we have brought in between us um, actor and writer, uh, local actor and writer, Gronia Rafferty, who in a way has kind of brought the stories to, to, to life, dramatising them. And she's going to be working as well with actor Niall O'Brien. So between the two of them, they're recording the six stories so this Saturday we'll have a working a, a, a working draft of the audio Sinead we'll have three of the stories that you'll be able to access through a QR code we plan to have Amergan Etan and Boan ready for this Saturday but of course look there's going to be guided tours yep. by Anthony Murphy and Gronia Rafferty on the day as well and they're going to be on sale on Drehid.com now uh, from this morning so they're going to guide everybody around the mural so you might have to access the QR codes on, on Saturday but after that they're going to be there and then the plan is to fully develop the audio trail over the summer um, Niall Gregory is composing a soundscape for them and Brian Connolly from Bang Bang Visuals as well is uh, you know has, has filmed the making of as well of every mural um, so there's a lot more to come I suppose you know after the family day out Yeah and can I just say this family day out I was on the Drihid web- website this morning my mm-hmm. Goodness me, you've jammed absolutely everything in there. Tell us what we can enjoy on Saturday besides these wonderful artworks. Um, well, we're going to have the big draw the letters out. And as you know, they were created about a year or two ago. They're like the Hollywood sign. Yes. Uh, draw the, and a play <laughs> on words. So you will uh, will be encouraging children and families to actually um, draw on draw the, as such. Uh, as part of, of the programme, we had a, a, an outreach programme in schools. So lots of the children and secondary schools and youth reaches created stencils that relate to all of the murals. So those stencils will be available on the day. You'll be able to create your own mythological canvas and once we take a photograph of your canvas you'll be able to bring it home we have Creative Spark as well who will be doing screen printing with the draw the letters on the day um, Kieran Gallagher is going to be doing drumming Kelly oh, Kieran we'll hear, we'll hear him before we see him we'll yeah, hear him well, Kelly Kieran <laughs> is going to begin doing face painting again like drawing inspiration from the murals as well and then we have the courtyard stage with like the wonderful Darrow Halick and Monica and Fergal Barnes SJ McArdle Breffney Houlihan Roisin Ward um, um, Morrow and, and Barry Kieran's and Ronaldo Fazzini is going to be doing some magic there as well and, and, and the amazing Cucullin Celtic Strings as well a children's orchestra is going to be on stage Stilt Walkers and of course the amazing um, Cottage Market oh, and Emer Hegarty has played a blinder there Emer Cullen uh, bringing the Cottage Market uh, to us for the day have I left anything out Trevor? I don't think so. I and think Tom, she's. Yes. I think <laughs> she's jammed everything in there. Absolutely, King. absolutely, Trevor. Just to come to you for a second, because I mean, like you know, it goes without saying. This this art trail is going to bring you know renewed interest, you know, footfall to the town. Are you hoping that it might kind of rejuvenate business in the town as well? Yeah, look, it's going to be huge uh, for the local business community. We hope, and um, it's an opportunity to bring people into a musty attraction. Uh, of scale that will be in Drogheda uh, to link with some of the sites that are on the outskirts of our town and start bringing tourists in that will hopefully uh, overnight in Drogheda and support local business, support local cafes, local restaurants, local bars and uh, that spillover effect into the business community. Um, That's what we're hoping from this. And look, it's a chance to celebrate all the wonderful pieces by these brilliant artists. You know, uh, they're, they're the stars of the show 
telling these stories and getting them out to a new audience. The outreach that has been done by um, Dee and Colette and Drehid with the schools is amazing. They've been out in 17 different schools, getting those stories back into family homes and piquing an interest um, with children, uh, parents and grandparents again. Oh, it's it's fantastic. And as you say, you know, not only is it brightening up the town, not only is it, you know, uh, showcasing this wonderful artwork, but as you say, renewed interest in our mythology again. I, I think it's wonderful to see. I really think it's going to be a brilliant project. I wish you both best of luck with this. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks, Sinead. Thanks a million. Trevor Connolly there, Chief Executive Officer with Drogheda Bids and Colette Farrell, Director of Drogheda Arts Centre. She did mention Niall O'Brien there. That's our Niall O'Brien, yeah. Film review Niall O'Brien, yeah. He's a multi-talented guy. Uh, but uh, that Family Fun Day, it's going to be happening on Saturday. You can get all of the details on the Family Fun Day and the Urban Art Trail on drogheda.com. 11 to 1. I have a great song from the Style Council on the way for you, but first it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7444455. We're going back to the year 1999 and the Columbine High School massacre. Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold killed 13 people and injured 24 others before committing suicide at their high school in, in Colorado. The police were slow to enter the school and were heavily criticised for not intervening during the shooting. The incident resulted resulted in the introduction of the immediate active re- reapi- sorry, action rapid deployment tactic. Today is also National Banana Day. It's a yearly event aimed at celebrating bananas. While they believe to have been originated in the Southeast Asia, mainly in India, they made their way uh, to Europe. Uh, by the 1870s, uh, they had made their way to us and became a lucrative crop. And of course, we love them now, don't we? We use them in baking, banana split, banana bread. A day to celebrate bananas. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. We were asking you, what do we think the word chimney fish means? Word foolery with Grace Tierney is approaching after 12. Jamie says, sounds like a tool a chimney sweeper might use, but that seems maybe a little bit too obvious. I kind of was going that way as well. Uh, Chimney fish, is it like smokes like a chimney, drinks like a fish says another message here uh, that sounds interesting Leona thank you so much for that one 086 1800 658 keep them coming in to us there's the style council shout to the top on LMFM's 11 to 1 Approaching 12 news now, but after that, chimney fish. What on earth does it mean? Author Grace Tierney is back with word foolery. Plus, we have a regular check-in with citizens, citizens' information in Navin, and we have important information for Ukrainians who are arriving here in Ireland. That's all to come. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That's Amy Winehouse with Valerie kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you till one and we've lots to get through in the next hour or so. Uh, But first, it's time for our competition.
Yes, it's Rockathon 2022. It's taking place at Fairy House Racecourse on the 28th of May. I have some VIP tickets to give to you. So what will this get you? Well, ticket into the event for over eight hours of rock, access to the VIP room overlooking the main stage, access to the campsite. You will need to bring your own tent, free drink on arrival and a token for one of the variety of food vendors on site. So the rock music event, Rockathon, happened on the 28th of May, Fairy House Racecourse. It's paying tribute to... Rock gods like ACDC, Queen, Foo Fighters, Iron Maiden, Guns N' Roses, Kiss and Nirvana. And on stage will be some of the most exciting unsigned original Irish rock bands. So uh, you can find out all the details on rockathon.ie. I want to give you a VIP pass. So I'm asking you to finish the famous lyrics from this rock song. This is a very famous rock song, okay? No one or two getting getting it today, but uh, basically it goes like this. With the lights out... It's less dangerous. Here we are now. What's the next line? Okay. 86 658 And we'll give you the pair of tickets to that. So with the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. Blank. 86 658 please, for your answers. We'll pick a winner very, very shortly. Now it's time to check in with the world of celebrity. <laughs> The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people The thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi I'm Crossy Chris Martin has explained how the BTS collaboration came about. He said the first time it was mentioned to him, he didn't think it would work. How could that ever work? The journey from that to the song itself arriving and me thinking, oh, okay, that that could be for BTS. So now it, it feeling like the most natural collaboration in the world. So it's, it's an amazing lesson for myself in keeping an open mind all the time because you just never know what life or music is going to throw you. Sam Ryder has over 100 million views on TikTok since lockdown. The star performs covers, which has now led to him represent the UK in this year's Eurovision. Alicia Keys, Natasha Benningfield and Adele have all reached out to him so far. Sam tells us how he gets on with fans since rising to fame last year. It's actually pretty cool. Like, um, everyone I've met, touch wood, has been so lovely and respectful. Just like, just coming to say hello. And I'm stoked every time because it could easily not be like that so whatever comes with that is something I'm going to welcome and be incredibly grateful for The Kid Leroy's brand new track Thousand Miles is out this Friday it's his first release since Stay went global last year with Justin Bieber. He also took a massive break after that to deal with the fame. Fans, though, will be able to see him this summer at Longitude. Here's a little teaser of Thousand Miles. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. With the Crown Plaza Dundalk. Featuring Ireland's tallest work of art. Rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms. Wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people. The Dundalk.ie has it all. Oh, I better give you a little clue. There's a couple getting it right here, but just a little clue today for our lyrics. Think grunge. 90s grunge. You know, that ringing a bell? 086-1800-658. With the lights out, it's less dangerous. Here we are now. You got it, Irene Goodwin. She's straight in there now. 086-1800-658. There's Soft Cell, Tainted Love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Don't forget, I need the lyrics, okay? So somebody's sending me in the name of the song. I think it's Tina. 
Okay, that is the name, but I need the lyrics that we're missing. Okay, you need to send me the lyrics that we're missing in order to win these tickets. Okay, so what's the lyric? 0861800658. Now, we have had lots of suggestions for Chimney Fish. I thought it was just, you know, people who... Uh, essentially cooked their fish in a chimney. I thought that was maybe an olden days thing. Uh, Tia in Carrick Cross has a much better idea. She says, "It's is it somebody who smokes and drinks a lot? I'm going with smokes like a chimney, drinks like a fish theory. Just a guess. I think that could be right. Jamie thinks it was some tool used by a chimney sweeper. I don't know. That's going to be it. Uh, but yes, loving the suggestions. We are going to have all of this revealed with author Grace Tierney in Word Foolery just after these. 11 to 1. Yes, every month on the show we delve into the fascinating and sometimes downright strange origin stories behind words. And this month we have everything from gallivant to chimney fish up for discussion. Author Grace Tierney from Stamullen is on the line now for more Word Foolery. How are we doing, Grace? I'm doing very well. It's good to talk to you. It's great to have you on. Now, we do have a message coming in on 086 1800 658. Never seen a fish in a chimney yet, says Cahill, the clean sweep. (laughs) (laughs) He's been on already. Now, we are to asking people earlier on this morning, chimney fish, what do we think it is? Lots of hilarious suggestions as usual. Everything from a tool that a a chimney sweep like Cahill might use uh, to, you know, this kind of slagging in terms of, you know, chimneys and drinking and all this kind of stuff. But I don't know if that's right. But we're going to go... Well, I'm not giving any clues until the end. Clues at the end. Okay, so before all of that, let's start off with a word that I absolutely love. Gallivant. My mother uses this all the time. You're way off gallivanting off everywhere, travelling all around the place. Yeah, people always disapprove of gallivanting. I think it's a great thing. (laughs) It's so unfair. So the definition is quite good. It says it's to visit different places, enjoying yourself and not worrying about other things you should be doing. Yes, I love it. I quite like that. Yes. That's a good definition. I think we all need to do more gallivanting. We do need to Um, do more gallivanting around the place. But it didn't always relate to carefree roaming pleasure. When it originally entered English in the early 1800s, it was actually more romantic than that. It was very much about seeking pleasure with somebody of the opposite sex, uh, flirting or possibly more. And it is unfortunately one of those words that we don't really know the origin with. So occasionally I have to admit that I don't fully know. There are a few educated guesses from various dictionaries. So it could be a playful twist on gallant. To play the gallant with a young lady would be sort of chivalry style flirting. Um, There is a French dialect word which may have played its part in bringing it into English. But the reality is nobody's quite sure. However, we do know, we know how it became popular. So in the 1800s, there was a British writer called William Makepeace Thackeray, which is a great name. And he used it for any gadding about or flirting activity. And he was also a travel writer as well as a novel writer. So I suspect he quite enjoyed gallivanting as much as we do. Oh, yes. I love this meaning. And I love the idea that it's a romantic liaison kind of, you know, idea for the origin of this. It's going to make me appreciate the word gallivanting a lot more. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, our next one, I think this one has a bit more negative meanings, though, isn't it? Like, foist is our next one. So, like, you, using this in a, in a sentence, my mother-in-law was foisted upon me would be a good use of this <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah, funnily enough, my example related to mothers as well. Uh, my mother, <laughs> 
likes her spring cleaning. She loves to clear everything out every year. I'm amazed she has anything left in her house, but she particularly enjoys fo- foisting old items like a mismatched tea set or an old baking tin that I don't want. <laughs> she will foist upon me. Um, and that is exactly what foisting means. So it's to impose an unwanted person or object upon somebody else. Um, but it actually has a really cool story behind it. So it entered the English dictionary in the mid 1500s from a Dutch word. Uh, um, my Dutch isn't great, but fistian, something like that, meaning to take in hand, which comes from Middle Dutch, fist, which means fist, uh, you know, making a fist with your hand. Mm. So when it arrived, it came in a very particular context and it was about gambling using dice. So card gambling, obviously, but gambling with dice was really popular as well. And the idea was that an unscrupulous player would conceal a loaded dice in the palm of their hand, in their fist. And when that die would give them a a win, they would introduce it surreptitiously into play from their fist, thus tricking their opponents. So ultimately, foisting is all about winning by tricking the opposing player, very like my mother with her spring cleaning. (laughs) I love that. Here's your here's your mismatched tea set. And you kind of I hate those scenarios because you can't really get them at the same time. Brilliant. I've got a whole new love for the word foist. Uh, Now, behemoth, not one clue what this one means. (laughs) <laughs> okay, good. I'm I'm glad to hear that because behemoth and leviathan, I'm going to do them both together because they're related kind of cousin words. Um, they are words that you hear occasionally in a phrase or a conversation and you're not really sure what it means or people will use them and they're not actually using them correctly. So it can be kind of fun to play around with people if they're using them, um, if you want to be pedantic about it, which I try to avoid, but it can be a bit of crack now and then. So behemoth, and I had to look up how to pronounce that, um, (laughs) you will find that in the book of Job or Job in uh, the Bible. And it was a name for a massive animal. So I would have guessed that that was like an elephant or maybe a mammoth or something enormous. But actually, uh, scholars reckon it refers to a hippopotamus. Now, hippos, I mean, they're not small, but they're not the biggest thing on the planet either. But they might have been the biggest thing in the context of the world where the Bible was being written. So the other big animal mentioned in the Bible is the Leviathan. And that's always referred to as the Leviathan of the deep. And uh, most scholars reckon that meant a whale or perhaps a giant sea serpent or giant squid. Uh, Now, and if you're talking about a blue whale, fair enough, that's as big as they come. So the next time somebody mentions that they have a behemoth of a task, you can ask them exactly what sort of hippo they're talking about (laughs) and watch them be totally confused. Um, Or if somebody references a leviathan of the deep, then you should really ask them exactly what species of whale they're talking about because the blue whale is big, but then the dwarf sperm whale is actually quite small. So (laughs) basically you can have fun with people on those ones. I love it. And they go hand in hand, which is great. Now, Mr. We, we were all bamboozled by your mystery word this week. But tell us, where does the word mystery come from? Well, this week, the word mystery comes thanks to the teen book club in the Academy Bookshop in Southgate, who very kindly asked me along to talk to them a few weeks ago. And I thought I'd pick their brains and ask them to nominate a few words for me to explore in my blog. And the first one on the list was mystery. So I thought I'd share that with your listeners. Um, Mystery, you might think, is to do with, you know, crime fiction and Sherlock Holmes and all that kind of thing. But actually, it has religious roots. So it entered the English dictionary in the early 1300s, quite an old word. Uh, It was originally spelled M-I-S-T-E-R-I-E. But oh. if you use that in your English essay, your teacher is going to give out. So don't, <laughs> don't quote me on that one. Um, 
it was used to describe a religious truth which is revealed by God. And it came to English from Old French and before that from the Romans. So the Romans had borrowed it from the Greeks. So it goes back a few different steps. But they're all things that refer to a secret rite or something which is hidden that only the initiated would know about a mysteria or a mysterian. It might be a sacrificial offering, a particular chant or prayer, or a procession. In Greek, the word comes back to uh, the verb for closing or shutting, which is related to being mute in English. So they think it might be that they had to close their lips in secrecy, that the priests or initiated couldn't describe the rites or possibly couldn't open their eyes while these things were going on because they were so sacred. Um, and then the religious use in mystery in English comes in with medieval mystery plays or the mysteries of the rosary would be something we might be more familiar yeah. with. But nowadays, it's more about like mystery fiction or detective stories. And of course, mystery words. Yes, of course, mystery words. Now, you better put them out of their misery. Chimney fish, what on earth does this mean? Well, I do love the suggestion of a chimney sweeping tool. I, <laughs> I sort of have a mental image of that now. And maybe they did use, you know, fish on a stick or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't do that to clean your chimney. <laughs> it's very unfortunate <laughs> for the fish anyway. Um, but I will have to up my game on the mystery words because one of your listeners got it right. Um, this is allegedly waiter slang and it's for a customer who smokes like a chimney and drinks like a fish. Well done Tia and Carrick McCross. Fantastic. I love that. Yeah, because I have heard that those two separate things, but never together. You're a chimney fish. I'm going to use that now for people. You know what I mean? I'm going to use that as a bit of slang. But now we all know it, you see. The waiters won't be able to use it to disparage <laughs> us when we're in the restaurant. <laughs> they won't. They'll have to come up with something else. Because like, yeah, normally, normally like drink like a fish, but you also have lush as well. Like a lush is uh, somebody that drinks a lot as well, don't you? Yeah, Lush actually goes back to a drinking club in the 1700s in London. So oh, wow. <laughs> we can talk about Lush's another day. But, that's uh, a, that's it's a, got a bit more history. Yes, absolutely. That is a, a word for another day. Grace, as always, thank you so much for joining us today. You're very welcome. Lovely to talk to you. Thanks a million, author Grace Tierney there. Word, foolery. There you go. Tia and anyone else who had messaged in about uh, drinks like a, a fish and smokes like a chimney. Absolutely brilliant. You are getting that right. Well done. Uh, author Grace Tierney, as we know, has quite a few books out. Her latest one is Words the Vikings Gave Us. You can find more information on wordfoolery.wordpress.com. 11 to 1. There's you two and BB King when love comes to town on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now time for the job search. LMFM job search. With thanks to LMFM online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on LMFM.ie. Horizon Accounting requires a full-time experienced bookkeeper in the Mead West Mead area. To apply, please email mary.losty at horizonaccounting.ie. So that's mary.losty at horizonaccounting.ie or you can visit their website horizonaccounting.ie. Apple Green has multiple vacancies available at their brand new Burger King in Ashburn. To apply, you can drop into them on Saturday, April 23rd with your CV between 10 a.m. And three, or email your CV to jobs at applegreen.ie. 
Mead County Council has the following vacancies available. A business advisor for the local enterprise office, Healthy Ireland coordinator and an assistant business advisor for the local enterprise office. To apply, you can check current vacancies on the Mead County Council website. CHIME requires a community resource officer for lead responsibility for deaf community services and a community resource officer with lead responsibility for tinnitus, hard of hearing and cochlear implant clients in the Dundalk area. To apply, you can email moira.oleary at chime.ie or visit chime.ie for more information. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search Here's Tom Grennan, little bit of love on LMFM's 11 to 1. Did you guess the song? Did you guess the, the lyrics? We started off with, with the lights out, it's less dangerous. Did you get them? What was the song we were talking about? Yes, that's what I was looking for. Here we are now. Entertain us. This is for our Rockathon VIP tickets. And I can say that Joshua Martin, you're in Dundalk. You are going along to that. You even gave me the rest of it. Fair play to you. He's a big fan. You're going to enjoy eight hours plus nonstop rock music at Rockathon Fairy House, uh, 28th of May. Don't forget rockathon.ie for more details. I'll have another pair tomorrow. Of course I will. So just be listening out for my lyrics on tomorrow's show. But that's what it was today. Thank you so much. Lots of you getting it today. We will have another one for you tomorrow. Now we are going to be checking in with Fiona Conroy. She's with the Navin branch of Citizens Information. And we're going to be talking about temporary protection directive. We try and get that out. Temporary protection directive. And uh, it's quite appropriate because there's lots of people obviously arriving from the Ukraine. So she's lots of details and information for them. So we'll join Fiona after these. 11 to 1. It's time for our regular check-in with Citizens Information. This week we are focusing on Temporary Protection Directive and it's appropriate because there's many uh, people from the Ukraine arriving here so this is all the information they'll need. Fiona Conroy is on the line. How are you doing, Fiona? How are you doing? I'm doing great and thanks for having us, Sinead. Great to have you as always. So I had no idea what this was. Temporary Protection Directive. Talk us through this. Okay, so the Temporary Protection Directive um, is an EU law which was introduced in 2001 and it's basically to deal with a mass influx of people in need of international protection. The directive was adopted into Irish law by Section 60 of the International Protection Act of 2015 and it was first activated for the first time in March 2022 in response to the war in Ukraine. So the information that I'm going to be giving you today would be for people who are from the Ukraine, who are coming, who plan to come here or have recently arrived here. OK, so basically, if you have uh, plans to come to Ireland or you arrived here, you need to go to a reception hub in the airport or port when you arrive. Otherwise, you can get help at a Ukraine support centre. And these centres are currently in Dublin, Limerick and Cork. They can help you to get somewhere to stay and help you to apply for social welfare. Citizens of Ukraine do not need a visa to to travel to Ireland and you also do not need proof that you have a COVID-19 vaccine nor do you need to take a COVID-19 test before you arrive. If you do not have a current passport, you can use another form of identification to travel to Ireland, for example, national ID card, expired passport or birth certificate. The Irish government has asked airlines to accept these documents. If you're travelling with family members who are not Ukrainian citizens, they may need a visa to come to Ireland. 
So when you arrive in Ireland, you should go to the reception hub. Currently, there are reception hubs at Dublin Airport and Rathlin Airport. You should give your details and you will get a letter confirming that you have uh, residency in Ireland under the Temporary Protection Directive from the reception hub in Dublin Airport. Staff can also help you to get somewhere to stay if you need it and to help you access financial support. The EU, including Ireland, is using the Temporary Protection Directive and this means that you can work and access services and benefits without making an application for international protection, which is refugee status. And this applies to Ukrainian citizens who lived in Ukraine before the 24th of February 2022. For people who had refugee status or another type of international protection in the Ukraine, for stateless people who lived in Ukraine before 24th of April 2022 and family members of people above if they were living in Ukraine before the 24th of February 2022. It also applies to people who had a permanent Ukrainian residence permit who lived in the Ukraine before 24th of February 2022 and who cannot safely return to their countries. You will get permission to live in Ireland for one year under the Temporary Protection Directive. Your permission may be extended after that you will get a letter confirming that you have residence in Ireland under that directive. If you did not get a permission letter at the airport or port you arrived at, you can get it at the Ukraine Support Centre on Cork Street, Dublin 8, or at the Ukraine Support Centre on Dominic Street in Limerick. If the Irish government gave you a place to stay in a hotel, for example, immigration officials will visit your accommodation and they will give you the permission letter. All citizens from outside the EU or EEA who are 16 or over must register and get an Irish residence permit. When you arrive in Ireland, you can apply to the Department of Social Protection for financial support. You will get a temporary social welfare payment called Supplementary Welfare Allowance. It is a weekly payment for you and any dependents, for example, children you may have. If you need help applying for this payment, you can visit your nearest Ukraine support centre. You will continue to get Supplementary Welfare Allowance until you apply for a more suitable social welfare payment. You can apply for rent supplement if you find private rented accommodation. If you get a job, you must tell your social welfare office. You can keep your supplementary welfare allowance for 30 days after you start working. If you have have children, you can get child benefit. And this is a monthly payment paid to the parents or guardians of children aged under 16. It is also paid for children aged 16 and 17 in full-time education. You do not have to have proof that your 16 and 17-year-old children are in full-time education for the first two months after you arrive in Ireland. Ukrainians who have come to Ireland because of the war satisfied the habitual residence condition for social welfare payments. Before you can access these, you need to get a PPS number, an Irish social, social security number. You can get information about how to apply for a PPS number at the reception centre when you arrive in Dublin Port. You can get help with getting somewhere to stay if you need it. You should tell immigration officials that you need a place to stay when you arrive in Ireland and they will refer you to the International Protection Accommodation Service, which is also known as IPAS. IPAS have staff at the reception hubs in Dublin Airport and Rossle Airport. You can also go to a Ukraine support centre to help with the accommodation. IPAS accommodation is free of charge and includes different types of accommodation. For example, you may be accommodated in a hotel, guest house, or another type of state-owned or private accommodation, including property pledged by members of the public. If you don't need a place to stay immediately because you're staying with friends or family, you can ask for this help at any time later on. If you need accommodation and you're already in Ireland, you can email the International Protection Accommodation Service, IPAS, at ipasinbox at equality.gov.ie or visit a Ukraine support centre. 
Include the following information in your email. So the full name of anyone who needs accommodation, dates of birth, phone number, where you are now, so the full address if you have one, when you need accommodation, so for example from tonight, medical conditions, disabilities, allergies and dietary requirements. If you have a vacant property or a spare room in your home you can and you can offer it to help accommodate a refugee. The Irish Red Cross will match the accommodation you offer with someone who has just arrived in Ireland. Health services in Ireland are delivered by Ireland's Public Health Care Service. You can get the same public health care services as people who live in Ireland. Everyone coming to Ireland under the Temporary Protection Directive is also entitled to a medical card with a simplified application process. A medical card allows you to visit a doctor for free, access other health services and get medicines at a reduced price. Children aged over 16 must apply for a medical card separately. You should apply for your medical card using a special medical card application form for for people from Ukraine. The medical card application form is also available in Ukrainian and Russian. And you can email your completed form to pcrs.applications at hsc.ie or by post to address on the form. If you have the right to work in Ireland when you arrive and your permission letter confirming that you have been granted temporary protection under the EU directive, you can also work for yourself. Um, become self-employed and you can access vocational training in Ireland. If you are a professional, you must register and have your qualifications recognised to work in some professions. So, for example, you must register with the Medical Council to work as a doctor. The Teaching Council is developing a process to allow people who are qualified teachers in Ukraine to register and teach in Ireland. The Tusla Education Support Service can help you find a school for your children School transport services are available to Ukrainian students on the same basis as children in Ireland and there will be no charge for this where it is available. Irish third level students returning from Ukraine will be given places to continue their education here. Quality and Qualifications Ireland have have, information in Ukrainian about its qualifications recognition service. So for anybody who needs any assistance with any of that information, they can call into their local citizens' information as well and we can help them with the forms, etc. Yeah, because there's a good bit of information there, but it's it's great to to know that that is all readily available for people. So as you say, Fiona, pop into yourselves. You can go through all of that again with them and the various email addresses and that kind of thing, particularly as well if there's people that are listening in that have Ukrainians with them. Again, you know, citizens information is, is the first protocol of sorting all of that out. Fiona, thank you so much as always for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thanks a million. Fiona Conroy there talking about temporary protection directive. All of the information on this can be found citizensinformation.ie but as Fiona says call into them. There's branches all around the northeast and nationwide if you need any information. I am going to podcast this as well after the show so if you missed anything about what Fiona was saying there it'll be all up on the website on lmfm.ie Just in case uh, you didn't hear Joshua Martin you were getting our tickets for Rockathon. Congratulations to you. I will have another set of VIP tickets to give away on tomorrow's show. That is our lot on the show for today. Stay tuned for Jerry Kelly and Late Lunch team. They're on the way from half one. News at one is approaching. Have a great day. We'll chat to you tomorrow. 11 to 1.